Hey, welcome back to the Second Place Second Podcast, where we are crazy passionate about inspiring and empowering you to pursue putting Jesus, home, and others first. We know that your life can change, you belong, and most of all, your story matters. If you're new with us, we release a new second podcast every week. And if this is helpful to you, we would love it if you would share the podcast with your friends and invite them to be a part of the Second Place community. Please do us a favor, uh, go on over to iTunes, give us a review, rate it. That's very helpful helpful for us to create visibility. If you'd like more information, you can head on over to secondplacechurch.com. That site will open you up to everything happening at Second Place. My name is AP. I am here with Melaine. Did I, I said that wrong. Va- and Valerie. Let's, uh, you can go Melanie. ahead. Me- Melanie. Melanie. Okay, yeah. my fiance has a friend named Melody. I'll just think of that, but without the D in it. Correct. I, I'm super dyslexic. My my apologies on that. That's okay. <laughs> cool. So yeah, why don't you guys go ahead and uh, introduce yourselves a little bit and uh, kind of why you are on the podcast today? Yeah. So my name is Melanie Rodriguez, and I'm originally from Dayton, Ohio, and I moved up here um, a year and a half ago to dance with Bally 5-8 as a trainee, and now I'm here. Awesome. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm Valerie Lindsner, and I'm originally from Champaign, Illinois, and I moved up here for the exact same reason. We came here the same year, so we met about a year, roommates. A year and a half ago. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That's awesome. Um, I know where Champaign is. Where where in Ohio is Dayton? I know I've heard of it. I just don't know where. It's like 40 minutes north of Cincinnati. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. One of our, actually one of our former music directors named John Becker used to live in Cincinnati, I think. Or oh, no, cool. I'm sorry. He moved back there. He was from there. He lives here oh, for a while okay. and then moved back. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's exciting. Now, the, the dance studio, that's in Frankfurt, right? We actually just moved to Orland Park. Yeah, oh. it was in Frankfurt. <laughs> but it's very recent. Re- like, we just, just moved as in, like, a week ago. Yeah, oh, so. yes, it's very recent, yeah. Yeah, I, it's uh, super exciting. Nice. I actually moved from Frankfurt to Tinley myself. Where in Orland is it? It's off of um, Wolf and 183rd. It's close to Parkview Church. Oh, I actually used to work over there for like four years. I worked across the street from Parkview. I I remember when it was actually like a gymnasium, and then they built the huh. the thing, whatever we want to call it, the monstrosity of a church <laughs> that's there. Uh, I worked over there when there was like literally nothing but the subdivision and like the industrial park that I worked in. There was, there was nothing else. It was just a big field. It's really weird. Oh, wow. And park view across yeah. the street. Of yeah. Course. yeah. 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 But anyways, so we can go ahead and uh, jump into the podcast. Um, what cool. are you guys into? Melanie, you go first. Um, I'm into the Great British Baking Show. <laughs> we both are. <laughs> nice. So we'll watch that like when we come home from ballet while we're eating dinner. <laughs> yeah. Together. Nice. Actually. That's really cool. What what is the Great British Baking Show? Is that the name of it or? Yeah. Oh. It's it's basically this. It sounds. It is what it sounds like. It's a British. <laughs> it's a British baking show, 
It's a um, competition. Yeah. Of it starts out with like twelve bakers. Yeah. I think, and then it and every then there, week they eliminate one. And yeah. Then there are two famous judges, judges. who yeah. are famous bakers, and they have three rounds. That each week they do like a different section of food, like so. There's bread week, bread week, and cake pastry week, week. Yeah, cookies. So, and they narrow it down each week. Lots of goodies. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. That sounds like uh, diabetic heaven <laughs> right there. That's. Uh, yeah. It's fun to watch. That sounds pretty delicious. Not gonna lie. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to not eat when you're watching it. I I, <laughs> I would imagine. Yeah. I'm um I'm on a diet right now so uh oh yeah i'm just I'm, i'll just pretend like i didn't hear any of that is that yeah. like a new year thing or a before new year thing it, um it was before new year's it's more of a uh i have this thing where i hit a certain weight and then i'm like i really really need to do something about this right mm-hmm. now and so i did thank god actually funny story the my health coach is the former pastor of second place who's also oh, oh. Joe's brother-in-law. Yeah. Small small world. Am I yeah. right? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That bro- is, yeah. Yeah, his brother-in-law Drew is, uh, is a uh, really cool dude. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, good for you. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, Valerie, are you into anything different right now? Sounds like you guys are on the exact same page with this cooking show. <laughs> yeah. Um... I really enjoy interior decorating right now, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of just something I like to do. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. Do you get? Do you you live in? It looks like it looks like there's like a. We live in Tinley Park. Okay. Do is it an apartment or that or does this place own like some form of housing? No. So with Ballet Favy, they don't provide housing so everybody's pretty much on their own as far as finding housing so um they do set you up with roommates though if you need help so oh nice that's really cool yeah yeah sweet well before we dive into talking about the message i think the the last thing that i'm really curious about is is ballet five five eight is that a school or do you actually work for them already or is it like both so technically, it's both. They have a ballet company, a professional ballet company, and connected to that is also their School of the Arts. Um, and where we're at currently is we are trainees, and that's right in the middle. That's right between the school and the company. It's kind of its own thing. Yeah. So we're still in training, um, so we're not getting paid yet, but we work a lot with the company. Um we take company class with them in the morning and we rehearse with them. We tour with them. So it's like pre it's preparing you for a company position. Okay. Yeah. Whether, but... yeah. Whether at Ballet 5A or at another professional company. Yeah. It's kind of like college for ballet, but like, except not. It's like the college age years. Yeah. It's kind of like a cross between like trade school and college, but specifically for your your niche market. Yes. Gotcha. Huh. That's really cool. I never really would have, I don't know, I I never really would have thought of a school like that existing, but yeah, Yeah. it's pretty neat. Now, final question before we talk about the message, I promise this time. Um, (laughs) 
How do you guys hear about second place? Actually, she heard of it through me because yes. I started going there first. Oh, but okay. Last year, I had another roommate, Sarah um, McDowell, which a lot of people from second place might know her. Um, but <laughs> she started going there and then invited me to come. And then, so we were roommates last year, and so I started going with her every mm-hmm. week. And then she left, um, she went back home, and then I became roommates with Valerie, and she. She started going. I started last going year, last year, after being invited by Sarah. Actually, um, there was a group of friends. It was her birthday, so she invited us all to go to church with her after we had a brunch at their place. So um, I went, and that was my first week, and I kind of just fell in love with the church and the people, and so yeah, yeah. So did I. <laughs> I That's felt really like cool. Home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. God. Yeah. Seriously. Well, th- th- thanks for uh, thanks for being a part of Second Place. It's uh, I don't know. It's great there. I really enjoy it. There's a reason I've been there for uh, boy, I don't even know. I think I've, uh, I think I've been there for five years now. Oh wow. Didn't realize cool. how old I am. Good lord. Um. Anyways, <laughs> so yeah, this week we were talking about uh the second week of Mind, Body, Soul, and Beef Jerky. Joe's calling it. <laughs> So this week we're talking about body, and what Joe's talking about with that is how we can show God how much we love him and and how we can uh, appreciate and worship him through uh, the use of our bodies. Um, I know for myself, one of the things that I've been working through is being a good steward of my body and taking better care of it. Like like I was saying earlier, I am on a uh, I'm on a diet. I know I need to lose weight. Um, I, I have a very sedentary lifestyle because of my job. I sit in front of a computer designing stuff for 8 to 12 hours a day, depending on the workload. Uh, so I sit I sit there a lot, which is not the best thing in the world, but I know that one of the ways to help combat that is eating less and eating better. Anyways, part of... Part of the body part of this is God is God talking or Joe talking about uh, expressing our gratitude towards God through physical expression. So I know mm-hmm. just Joe said that he was really excited about having you two on and kind of talk. Well, I just want to want to give you guys the freedom to kind of talk through that and what your experience has been in being dancers and going to school for this and kind of how it relates to your relationship with Christ. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um. That's a great question. So, I don't know. At least for me, moving has always been very natural. Um, I was never really not moving ever since I was a little kid. It was kind of just how I was. Like, I was always dancing around the house. Nobody had to tell me to. Like, um, So, when it comes to worship, that's kind of just my natural instinct is to move and let go um which it can be like you can feel self-conscious but learning to let go of that and kind of just fix your eyes on Jesus and be like here I am and um I don't know if that answers the question but oh, yeah. Does, yeah I yeah I, I can definitely hear <laughs> in your voice like it, it's like, you understand it, but you don't know how to put words to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I totally hear you. For a reason. I enjoy talking, but I'm not always very articulate. So. <laughs> oh, <all> good. <laughs> How about you, Mel? Um, let's see. Well, so I started, I grew up dancing in a secular dance um, school. And I, I mean, I fell in love with ballet and just like all, everything about ballet, wearing point shoes and everything. And, and I also went to church my whole life and I love Jesus and I love ballet. And you typically in a ballet world, like Jesus is not the center. It's, Mm -hmm. it's self-seeking like the ballet world is. And it's all about yourself and like getting better than other people and competing Mm -hmm. for the roles and showcasing yourself, showcasing yourself. You want the applause. Like that's kind of how ballet is it's like you it's all about me kind of thing and I mean you you're giving to the audience like a show which is a good dancer is a very generous dancer Mm -hmm. but it's not ballet in the end it's like all about you but when I found out about ballet 58 um it's a Christian ballet company so it just took my two loves and put them together and now like it's taking me a little bit um, to kind of reshift my focus about, um, like, ballet, like, it's not about me. And, like, I know, like, I've kind of struggled with, like, putting ballet as an idol in my life. But it doesn't, like, I'm learning that it doesn't have to be. And, like, my worth doesn't come from ballet. But, like, being in surrounded by other Christian ballerinas and dancers um, is just very inspiring and, like, it's like, oh, yeah, this can be worshipful, and this can, I can still be excellent at ballet and still be worshipful and share that, like, with God. And I've always, like, wondered, like, how can I give, like, glory to God, like, when I was just dancing at my um, old studio? And it was just, like, I kind of struggled with that idea. And it's like, how do you, like, reflect that to God, but, like, dancing at a Christian ballet company where sharing ideas and points you back to God, like, is a very, I don't know, does that really well. And so it's really cool um, coming to Ballet 5A and being able to put the two, the two things I really love together and, yeah, using that as worship. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's awesome. I, it, it kind of, kind of reminds me of um hopefully we see the connection here uh i used to play in the band at church i kind of had to take a hiatus just because life got too busy but uh Mm -hmm. the church a church that i used to used to play at um the the music director there his name was chad i'm still still friends with him uh when i was playing there though we had this guy named named joel who's uh used to be in like metal bands and stuff but like but now he's like yeah. a dad. You would have no idea that this guy had like super long hair and was in metal bands. Now he's like an engineer and stuff. <laughs> and so uh, at church this one week, uh, the, our music director, Chad, convinced him to do this like absurd solo during one of the songs. Because uh, <laughs> he's like a super modest dude. And so like he does it and, and like he shreds. But like this is the same guy that I'd go out to... Um, like I go out to dinner with him. Uh, yeah, I go out to dinner with him, and like, if 
you took the guitar away from him, he's still Joel. He still loves Jesus. And mm. so it sounds like you were you were struggling with with that found foundation of like if I don't have this well yeah, even without this, I can worship God. But that doesn't mean that I can't bring it into my relationship with God and use it to worship him. It it, it sounded mm-hmm. like you kind of had that wall there and going yeah. to this new studio really broke down that wall in a good way. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's super awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, was there anything from the message this week that stood out to either of you that you wanted to discuss? Yeah. Um, there was one thing he said, uh, Joe said, it said, he said, yeah. what happens on the inside is expressed on the outside. And one, I don't know, I was just looking at it a little bit ago and I was like, wow, that that relates to ballet a lot because in ballet, when you're portraying a story, if you yourself don't believe what you're portraying, the audience won't believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically Ooh. what you're thinking about, like while you're dancing, um, is definitely expressed on the outside because, yeah, because if you don't believe it, the audience won't believe it. I don't know. But, and then that can relate to, like, even, what am I trying to say? Like, if you're trying to glorify God in, like, the way you act and the way you live and kind of just be an evangelist wherever you go Mm -hmm. in that way. That's how I understood it. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like, living it out. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. (laughs) Um, oh my gosh, what was I going to say? <clears throat> I can't remember now. I don't know. Let's just keep talking about the message. Anyway, so hopefully it'll come back to me because it was a, uh, I think it was a good point. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. Anyways. Um, Failure, was there anything from the message that stood out to you that you wanted to uh, bring up and discuss? Yeah, for sure. Sweet. Um, So, Pastor Joe's he was talking about the man who was crippled by the beautiful gate and how Peter and um, uh, some other disciple, John, Peter and John, yeah, uh, went up and he asked for healing or he asked for money and they healed him and um, how he, when they told him to get up and walk, he actually got up and walked and he moved and he danced and he um, walked into that new healing that he was given and it really just um it really resonated with me when he said that because recently like even in the past couple weeks the lord has really been teaching me and showing me how to um i guess walk into the truths that he's given us and walk into who we are in Christ and really taking grasp of that and not just keeping it in or just keeping it in our head and being like, Oh yeah, that's nice. It's like, no, like live it and rejoice in that. And, um, Mm -hmm. don't let it be this happy little thought, like let it be real and I guess just live it and live who like 
what he's given you. Yeah. If that, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, let so. that uh, be, be that uh, this the, the this the city on a hill, the lamp on the lampstand. Yeah. Type of life. Yeah. Yeah. Don't hide it under a bushel. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Totally. I hear you. Yeah, it's, and it, it, it's huge. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I I try to portray that at work, but I, uh, I struggle with that sometimes mm-hmm. just because of who I work around. But anyways, uh, I did remember yeah. what I was going to say, though. Um, going Ooh, back go to your point, it. Melanie, um, yeah. my fiancé knows me so well, let me <laughs> tell you. And um, when you're, t- oh, when you're talking about, like, your body... Well, body language is a ma- is a massive part of communication. I, I I was told it's like more than fifty percent of communication, and so mm-hmm. my fiance will be talking to me and like, you know, I'm a guy. I try not to have feelings, and she's like, "You okay? Yes. You know, what's anything on your mind?" I'm like, "No, I'm good." And she just like keeps bugging me and like, yeah, she like like I say that everything's fine, and then she can tell like, "No, no, there's something on your mind. Why don't we yeah. go ahead and dig into that?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Yeah, you probably should. You're right. It's it's probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I do. Uh, I do understand what you're talking about with the uh, with the physical expression of uh, mm-hmm. of your feelings and and everything. You can try to bottle it up and cover it up, but it's still gonna be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, I I I really liked Joe's point when it said, um, oh, "What did he say?" Yeah, there's a lot of people who go to church every week, but they never cry. And I get what he's saying with that. He's not necessarily talking about, like, crying, but, like, there's a lot of people that go to church that don't really express their feelings. Because, and I, the way I explain it to, to people, uh, it, I, I know my fiancé like, likes this analogy of um, it's really hard to be able to express happiness or appreciate happiness when the only thing that you're trying to feel is happiness. You have to feel that pain. You have to feel anger. You have to feel... Um, I say this in a good way because it's, it's one of the attributes of God. You have to feel that jealousy for, for your significant other. Those are good things. And so I, I view it as the rainbow. Like, happy's blue. Sad, you know, sad is, or love is red. Or uh, sad is... I don't know, we'll just say green, but you can't appreciate the blue without the green and the red. Mm-hmm. Exactly, it, yeah. yeah. It's like Inside Out, the Pixar movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I actually had, like, a revelation a couple years ago of, like, like, I felt like I always had to come to God, like, ready and, like, happy, and I, like, what you're saying, like, a lot of Christians feel like they always need to be happy, but it's like, no, like you, it's okay. Like God already knows you. Yeah. He already knows what's on your heart and your feelings. And like, so just, <laughs> I mean, it shows in the Psalms, like, yeah, there's so much raw emotion there. And like, it's okay to go to God with like whatever you're feeling. And, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Yeah. Like no matter what you're feeling. So. Yeah. I had a similar, more recent kind of revelation of that it was we were I think we were on tour we were on tour and it was the day of a show 
and it was during company class, so we always warm up before the show. So we have like an hour ballet class before the show even starts. And so it's like trying to get used to the stage and the lighting and all that stuff, just kind of acclimate your body to where you are. And I was just having a rough go, <laughs> and I was really frustrated and um, just kind of mad at myself. And um, I got started getting emotional, and like I just had to go off backstage and kind of just collect myself. And um, one of the other trainees came up to me, and she's like, "Like Val, like you, you can't give in to it. Like you can't give in to like the lies. You can't do that." Um, and it just really um, I learned in that just like God doesn't care if you're like he doesn't mind if you're frustrated like he really I learned a lot about prayer this semester and like prayer doesn't have to be always like happy like you were saying it's like God like he's such a good father like he's such a good father and yeah. you can go to him frustrated. You can be like, God, I'm frustrated. And, like, I had to just say that. I'm just like, God, I'm super frustrated right now. And, like, just be honest and, like, be where you're at. It's like just talking to your best friend and um, being raw and real. And um, once you get that out there, then you can listen and let God remind you of, like, yeah. No, like it's okay, and like, that's like where the healing starts. Exactly, it's like you're you're not lying to yourself. You're like God. That yeah, this is yeah. where I'm at. Like and help he, me. He can help you through it. Yeah, it's like you come out of it together, rather than trying to fix it all on your own before even going to him, mm-hmm. which is a really beautiful thing. And I guess that's that is just like where relationship is. You know, like a lot of relationship gets stronger through hardship. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. So that was a cool thing I learned. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. It uh, I definitely hear you on the uh, the psalm stuff. Um, in one of the uh, forms forms of expression that uh, I picked up on is um, when Jesus is actually on the cross being crucified he starts saying my god my god why have you forsaken me well that's actually the beginning of psalm 22 yes it is thank you for saying that i'm sorry and, and i it, get really uptight about that kind of thing. yeah and, and <laughs> it, like it, it, it kind of bother, bothers me too that people are like see well god forsaked him and that's how we had to no, he didn't. exactly because oh, god can't okay. forsake himself because god because god is faithful yeah exactly yeah. Like when you go to Psalm 20, is it Psalm 21? Psalm 20, Psalm 21. When you uh, go 22. there, 20, okay, that one. I think so, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like you read through it and it's talking about like the crucifixion and then like the last paragraph is like, and God, you do not forsake me. Like you were, you are with me and like, yeah. oh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and that's exactly the thing. So Christ is up on the cross, liter- literally nailed to the thing bleeding to death and he starts singing a song of victory even in that even at that time he's using his body to express Mm -hmm. none of you get this but this is totally going to be a victory yeah you you just wait and see yeah yeah Uh, you know part of me wonders are we still kind of trying to 
wait and see that? You know, is it mm. victory at a second coming or is it victory that right. he rose from the dead at that point in time? Um, getting that promise ready for us, but still, it, mm. he, it was a song of victory. Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of, that. it's kind of like what I was saying earlier, walking in that victory and living yeah. in that victory now and not just, like, waving and, like, trying to, like, have that wishful thinking, like, remembering, like, staying hopeful for heaven and when we'll be with Jesus in heaven. And, like, yes, awesome. Like, that is, like, I cannot wait until that day. Like, yeah. I cannot wait to see Jesus face to face. But also, like, he's God with us. And he's God with mm -hmm. us now. And he paid for the victory on that cross so that you can live in victory now by his spirit and just, like, through what he did. And, and it's, yeah, it's just what I'm learning right now is to live in that victory. Yeah. Even now. And not, like, waiting for it. It's like, no, like, he's given it to you to take a grasp of and love it. Yeah. Um, a really good example that comes to my mind of living in that victory while, while still being that living, truly living sacrifice to God is uh, right now there's, uh, there's increasing persecution for Christians in uh, mm -hmm. China. Um, there's increasing persecution for all religions in China right now. They're they just the the um the, the communist leadership there literally doesn't like religion as a whole but um they started with like certain other religions and now they're kind of working their way towards christians yeah. um but they actually found out um th there's this uh this great group called voice of the martyrs um yeah. mm -hmm. oh okay so yeah warren wearsby he was a uh he was a prisoner of the um so of soviet russia um during the cold war he, he's romanian um, he started it, and so they really focus on people that are going through things like that. There's this guy in China right now who has been arrested. Uh, to my understanding, he's been arrested, and he told his family, like, man, what an amazing opportunity. I truly get to be a living sacrifice for God by being in this jail and telling other people about Jesus. Yeah. Pray, you know, pray for me that I am so effective while I'm there. And I'm like... This guy's nuts. I wish I was that nuts. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so, I think I've, I've read about that man too. And holy cow, it really, it kind of hits you across the face and it's like, like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like it's re it's so inspiring and just so, yeah, I don't know, just awe inspiring and, it totally, it just reminds me of, like, Paul and all of the, like, the Acts church and all the persecution that has continued to go, but we don't always hear about it. And it's just really, it's cool when you do hear about it and that, um, yeah, go him. <laughs> yes, <laughs> go him. Awesome. <laughs> well, I think this has been a uh, great podcast. Um is there anything else that you guys want to share uh, before we kind of wrap things up and I'll let you go for the evening? I mean, one thing that I was looking at my notes again, um, he started off the sermon quoting um, in Acts seventeen twenty eight, and how, um, 
Was it Paul who quoted Zeus? I think mm -hmm. so, yeah. I'm pretty sure okay. Paul wrote X. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Or Luke, Actually, maybe, but... It was Luke. It was Luke. It okay. Was Luke. Yeah, but Paul might have been saying it. I, I know what you're talking about, yeah. I don't remember who said it, but he, somebody was quoting Zeus, and, like, I think it's cool because, like, he redeemed that, like, the words of Zeus or whatever, and that's kind of, like, what Ballet 5 is doing with ballet. Mm. It's, like, redeeming the art form, and, like, it's, it's kind awesome. of exciting because... I'm so excited. <laughs> certain things, like, yoga that or, like, ballet that haven't been started, like, with God-glorifying motives, like, can be turned around to glorify him in the end. So, yeah. That's one thing that Ballet Five is doing, and it's that's pretty cool to be a part of. It's super exciting, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I, 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 really, I really did appreciate that part that Joe was talking about, because there's so many, like like cheeky jokes in the bible that like once you understand the context of their time you get it like yeah um jesus refers to himself as the uh king of kings and the lord of lords and it was kind of it was like like it's such a true statement but it was kind of like a tongue-in-cheek joke poking fun at uh caesar because Caesar's like well i'm the king and jesus is like oh i'm the king of kings and she's like, no, I'm the lord of this land. And he's like, well, I'm yeah. the lord of lords. Get over yourself, dude. Yeah. You have no Jesus idea. You have so no savvy. idea who I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, lo I love it when they have, the, have the those jokes like that. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and that's the thing that I, that I really love about when you start, when you really start diving so deep into the Bible and start understanding things is the it affirms that God, that Jesus is Christ because the wisest people can take the most complicated subjects and make them so simple. Mm. We don't, we can't understand God's magnitude. Then we have all these, you know, princes and Kings and presidents and who knows what on this planet. And he's like, well, I'm, I'm the King of Kings. I'm the president of presidents. That's who I am. And he makes it so simple. And that's what I try to tell people is when we're trying to overcomplicate things, we're not understanding it and it's not and it's not good. God presented everything that he possibly could in the simplest manner possible. It's so deep but so simple. That's why they call it the simple gospel. Yeah. Anyway, it's so profound. Yeah. All right, last question of the evening. <laughs> which Joe warned you about. Oh boy. <laughs> if pizzas are round, why do they come in square boxes and containers when they're delivered do you want a serious answer or whatever you want oh go for it Val. no you go <laughs> um, good question <laughs> uh oh man see i want to think of something clever and it's not gonna be happening uh if it makes you feel better, I don't have an answer. I... Okay. Oh, okay, that helps. Yeah, just... Um, just one of those dumb questions in life. Oh, honestly, it's probably just because it's easier to make a square box than a circular one. It's actually a really good answer. <laughs> well, then why don't they make square pizzas? I mean, some people do. Yeah, okay. what is that? Uh, <laughs> 
I Jet Pizza, like Jet's Pizza. Seriously. I think that they do like rectangular pizzas. It's kind of weird, but it's like yeah, super yeah, thick yeah. and like super delicious and like yeah. super unhealthy. But the, the the unhealthy part, we'll just ignore that. It's cool. It's yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And it, it just great insight from both of you. Tying, yeah. tying Thanks it all for together. having so much. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, awesome. Um, okay, as uh, as we do on every podcast, we go out on something. Count of three, we whisper it. What do you guys want to go out on? Uh, do you have any ideas? How about Psalm twenty-two? Since you were uh, you, you were pretty excited when I brought that up. Yeah. Awesome. So just Psalm twenty-two. Yes. Yes. So, okay. So we put our hands in the middle, and then on the count of three, we whisper it. Don't shout it. We've had people shout it. It's really awkward, which is hilarious. <laughs> okay. We whisper it. So one, two, three. So.